welcome to the the brand new intro and setting for this podcast because everything died last week. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Matt? <laughs> Pretty good. Good. Slightly worried about what just happened. <laughs> oh no, the, the, the hard drive died. Ah, uh, 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 right. Ago, so, well, not died, but had issues. Um, that uh, necessitated a reset. So, things that I thought were on the other drive that weren't <laughs> oh i see you know but yeah. but to be honest i've been thinking about freshening things up for a while so it was a good excuse you know it was like oh, okay fair enough you know um so um yeah back to our usual review fair had loads of problems with youtube after that um uploading the long kiss good night so uh you know thanks to everyone who apparently quite a few people watched it regardless yeah. um i thought no one would watch on a weekend so that's nice no i was got quite awesome movie i had so much fun watching that uh that is a really good fun movie oh and also a uh, uh, correction um for the gun nuts uh oh not a heckler and cock mb5k it was a scorpion okay i, I don't know guns so <laughs> i mean i'm not all good i'm not massively knowledgeable about guns but i do like guns and i do you know, yeah like i know yeah especially western guns i, mean, I know yeah. some guns you know, like the Walter. I'm like, okay, a uh, Bond gun. Get that one. Yeah. You know, certain guns. A- I know what an AK-47 looks like. Exactly. Everyone knows what an AK is. I've watched enough 80s movies to know what an AK yeah, looks exactly, like. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're M60s or an Uzis. Everybody knows what an Uzi looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, right? Um, You know. Um, So, <laughs> I, I always have this problem when, um, you know, you play video games now, like tactical games, and you get all these different guns, and I'm like, just, just tell me which one's best. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, I don't know just, just give me a sniper rifle yeah and give, whatever give me a shotgun yeah. and i'm happy and and, and, a, and a revolver for your pistol that i'm, then I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah i'm happy then yeah um well do you want to kick us off sure uh i shall start with the equalizer three the equalizer three i'm i'm super curious um what the equalizer yeah. three is going to be like love the first one first one is a, a really great movie I... second I like a lot. I liked I, both. Yeah, I liked yeah. both. I think the first one is really good, though. The second one. I think the the first one is a better representation of the Equalizer. I mean, I, I don't think they either. They they either. No, but it's it's that more kind of domestic, um, yes. you know, low level street level thing, and and it's seems like the series is is gone more towards part of the this secret organization and and kind of bigger scale like the last one had that it was a really awesome set piece but the set piece with the the hurricane coming in and all of that stuff and it was like yeah this this is you know it's cool but yeah it's very cool i I mean that yeah the end sequence is is really good on that Mm -hmm. yeah amazing uh so basically this time we've we've got um our uh hero robert mccall uh Mm. in italy and it starts with basically the aftermath of a complete massacre with him seemingly wiped out an entire house full of mafia. Is this a, is this a starts at the end? And I was that, that's exactly what I thought. I thought, oh, I hate it. <laughs> Me it too. It's not a terrible idea. I'm just bored of it. Sometimes it, it works. It does work. It less, less, you know, it's just, if there's it's, a point to it, I think yes. it's overused. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but no, it's not. Okay. Exactly. He no. just murdered a lot of people. But it does give you a sort of a, there's a, a, a sort of mystery to the the sort of why he was there, and which it explains later. Which 
kind of worked. I, I kind of liked it. It did, did seem a little pointless, but it, did, it it kind of worked for the for the overall story. So he he's there, and he's you know this this sort of mafioso guy, who's the the boss, sort of turns up with his grandson. Yeah, and uh, he sees all his men basically dead except for one guy who says like he told me to wait outside, and they right. go in in goes inside, and he's you know says about why he's here and you know you you took something that didn't belong to you i've come to get it back yeah and then he proceeds to kill him and then he as he's walking out of the place the grandchild shoots him in the back with a rifle oh so he goes down um he then sort of makes a sort of not exactly an escape but it, it he he leaves and collapses in his in his car, and the, you know the car pulls up at the side of the road. Yeah. He's filmed by a um, Italian policeman who takes him to his sort of village, little, little town sort of thing, and takes him to the doctor there. And the doctor basically patches him up. And from there, it sort of he becomes this. He sort of while he's recuperating in this little town, he kind of gets used to it. They kind of start accepting him as. One of them, he become, you know, he, he starts, you know, fitting in, and some of his habits slip, you know, away. You know, and he's, he's he starts talking to these people, and there's a possible romance, that sort of thing. Hmm. And meanwhile, he's done that. This, he's he he sends this message to uh, Dakota Fanning's character, uh, who is works for the CIA, and he says, you know, look into this. There's something going on at this house. So she gets her boss and they go over to Italy and they go in this house that where he wiped everybody out and they find all these drugs and all this stuff. And it looks like, oh, my God, they're funding some sort of terrorist organization and there's going to be like bombings and stuff. Mm. And then basically the mafia are moving into this town and he obviously steps up to help the people of the town. So you've got this sort of two almost two-tiered thing that's, that's that seems to be going on um it's a good movie hmm. but it doesn't really stand up to the other two i i was yeah i, I don't know why uh even from the trailer i was kind of concerned yeah you know everybody in it is great well i mean the, the main cast they're all great yeah. you know the, the, the doctor and stuff and nelly Sorry, Dakota Fanning's character is, to be honest, a bit pointless. There's a bit where you sort of, there's a reveal and you go, okay, that's why she's in it. And it's like, I mean, yeah, pointless. <laughs> her, her character, honestly, didn't need to be in the movie. She's kind of just there for, I guess, somebody for him to interact with every now and again. It just seems a bit pointless. And the, I think the worst thing is the bad guys. These they're, they're just so generic mafia. Yeah, they don't really have any personalities. They're just well, that's the thing because the 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 villains of the first one, he he's um, just proper nasty, and you want to see him dead. And then in the second one, you've got those personal stakes where it's you know it's people that knew him, people that exactly, are kind of on yeah, the same it's, level it's as a, him, boss and stuff. And yeah, it's it's personal, and the and the, and the bad guys in that they're again they they've got they've got personalities yeah you want, yeah you, know, you want to see them dead right yeah exactly the um in this one they're just you know just goons 
generally, yeah, pretty much. It's just it's a it's a brother. It's two two brothers. One's obviously the boss, and the other's the sort of some you know this sort of street punky kid type thing who's collecting um, tributes and and, and right. you know, houses when they don't pay up, sort of thing. Um, well, the one thing that I do love is um, he doesn't fuck about. He basically just straight up murders them. He's, he's, he's like, like, well, I've know, already moved oh, to, to I'm Italy. I'm going to wait for you to do, to, 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 to do a bit more retaliation before I come back and kill you. No, no, no. He just straight up fucking takes them out. It's like, okay, well, that was, that's kind of cool. I mean, this is the, It's kind of the, against the, his character though, isn't it? Because his whole character in the, in the first two was, was kind of more, uh, I'm going to give you this chance to walk away. Yeah. You know, here's your, here's your out. Well, he, he, um, he, I mean, he does kind of give them a choice. He does say, you know, Take your. I know what you're trying to do. Take your thing. Go do it somewhere else. Okay, so he does. He does give them the option. But yeah, but mean, then he's like. Kind of, it feels kind of half-assed. Well, I, I guess now he's he's not even in America anymore. He probably just doesn't no, care. He's like, I'm in Italy. I'll just go home. <laughs> and it's it kind of the sort of the end feels a bit like a slight anticlimax. It, it kind of felt like they just they wanted to give him a sort of happier ending and. Subsequently, the sort of the 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 the, the sort of big climatic, you know, fight is it, 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 it just sort of ends on a bit of a damp squib, really, and you just sort of oh, is that is that it? Is is, is that ah. oh okay, fine, that's where it's going to end. Because the, um, the the trailer was kind of making out like this was the final, the, the yeah, final so act, right? He. <laughs> Yeah, that's I always feel with these movies is like if if they survive, there's always a goddamn chance it's gonna keep yeah. going. Like, you know, he said that it was set up as this. Yep, yeah, this is the, the final in the trilogy. Is gonna be it, and he subsequently as Anthony Fuqua has uh, come out and said no. Oh well, if if he's in, if if Washington's up for it, we might do another sequel, and we or, and we might do some prequels. It's like, oh for fuck's sake just let it die let you know it's got an, it's got an end if denzel's up for it like we're not making any more but if denzel's up for it we'll make a fourth one and if he isn't we'll make some prequels yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it just feels like oh just don't it's, you don't need to prequels are what? Going what are you what are you prequeling you know exactly like it's not like there's some big massive backstory to this guy no, you know, we're just, not going to learn anything I mean, in a prequel. All, all you would get is basically him doing wet work jobs, I suppose. Yeah, exactly, which is boring. Just, I mean, it, they could be great, but I suppose you could get his son to play him. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's pretty cool. But I don't know. I think they should end. I mean, it, it's not a bad movie by any, you know, It's the, the action's still great. The, you know, Denzel's still fucking great. It's, you know. It just you know, played out, I guess. It's um, totally you know worth watching and yeah it is, it, it, it's a it feels like a definite ending to be honest well hopefully it will be i mean i was surprised we even got an equalizer too to be honest so. yeah i was as well actually <laughs> and especially since we got this weird equalizer series with queen latifah which is a bit weird oh god i forgot that existed yeah i know it's it's it, it, it kind of exists and it's like i don't know why it but certainly sure. exists <laughs> It, it's there it exists um uh, so yeah it, it, i mean it's still a good movie it's like i said the the action's still great denzel's still great um the direction's still good because you know i think we quite know how to yeah yeah certainly good action movie you, you know he's what he's doing 
Um, it just feels a little lackluster at times. And, you know, it doesn't help that the bad guys are pretty, you know, meh. And it, it just feels, that even though the stakes theoretically are high because he's, you know, protecting a whole town, um, it just doesn't feel like there's stakes, really. It just feels a bit meh. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit, I think it's the, it's certainly the worst one, but it's, if you've seen the other two, it's, it's 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 certainly worth watching just to finish it off. I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I I certainly intend to see it because um, it, it does look fun. Yeah, it's it, yeah. So like I said, the action's still great, you know. So it's it's worth it on that level. Yeah. Cool. Well, I watched film that I obviously watched, um, and then <laughs> uh, I'll get to that. Um, and then that was my last new movie. I was like, that's right. it, because I need to go back. And, and see what else I've missed through 2023 before the end of the year, right? Yeah. Um, so I watched Sympathy for the Devil. Oh, that was going to be on, that was on my list. I mm-hmm. did, I did yeah, I was like, well, you know, I I, I mean, cards on I'm, the, I'm, cards I'm on the table, Butcher's I'm, I'm Crossing is in my top five. The end of the year, so it might make it onto my list if it's... Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, Butcher's Crossing is almost certainly going on my list at this point, unless something comes along, you never know. Um, yeah. But I was like, well, you know, I, I had so much fun with that. Let's see the the opposite end of Cage and, yeah. and, and watch Sympathy for the Devil. Um, <laughs> so it, this this movie is kind of um, it's, it's an interesting it's it's an interesting movie. It it starts with this uh, this guy. I think he's just called the driver or da- oh no David. Sorry, he's called David Chamberlain uh, and uh, played by Joel Kinnaman. And um, he is uh, driving uh, to the hospital um, where his uh, wife is about to give birth. Um, and she's kind of phoning him like, I'm going into labor. Where are you? And he's like, look, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm, I'm coming. Um, I drop off uh, their, I think it's his daughter, their daughter first. Um, and they talk about how they lost a, a child before. And um, they're then he heads heads to the hospital uh pulls into the hospital car park and um basically just as he's like he puts the phone down to her he says look i'm here now i'm I'm on my way in um in in walks the passenger played by nicholas cage who is instantly like looks like he's on drugs uh it's nicholas cage (laughs) doing full-on psychotic nicholas cage yeah um pulls a gun on him and uh tells him to drive uh obviously david says hey you know i i i can't my my wife is in the hospital i need to see her and he's like i i will shoot you in the head if you don't drive now so so drive um and and so he does uh and they they you know he he leaves the hospital obviously his wife calls and she's like where are you you said you were there and he's like look i'm on my way i'll be there as soon as i can um and and uh the the passenger played by cage is kind of like mocking on the phone she can kind of hear that and she's like who was that what's going on and he's like don't worry about it i'll 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 see you soon um and they head off down the road on this kind of weird road trip um you know where where this this passenger is is very seemingly unhinged and um you know like they get pulled over by the police he'll just shoot the police officer he doesn't give a shit you know um and the whole time uh the the passenger is acting like he knows david uh but he doesn't think he's david he thinks he's someone else so the whole movie is kind of uh is kind of centered around the idea of like is this just an innocent guy 
that's that's been picked up because he happens to resemble someone that the passenger is after or is he actually someone else um and that's kind of the basis for the film it's quite a small film it's it's mostly in a car in a diner back in a car you know um but it's one of those movies that i think it it this this whole thing would fall apart if it wasn't for the leads and luckily so it's mostly a two-hander then yeah just just um, mostly there is there is scenes like in a diner and there's there's police that pull them over there's a few extra characters but it really you're you're dealing with nicholas cage as the passenger and joel kinnaman as uh, the driver or david um, yeah it's kind of got sort of collateral vibes it's very collateral it it's a little bit well i'd say a little bit phone booth but not quite um it's very much that like here's a man who's 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 gonna hold you hostage and you're gonna yeah i think collateral is probably closest to collateral actually there's a lot of collateral's dna in this film yeah um cage looks like a baker's magician yes pretty much he he, (laughs) i mean he's on top form as always um and uh it's been a little while uh I would say, I mean, Color Out of Space was not quite um great movie. Well, was, I mean, he, he became more unhinged throughout the movie because of situations. But, but for reasons. He was a pretty right? normal guy at the beginning. I would say Mandy was the last time I've seen him this kind of unhinged well, in a movie. Yeah, yeah, screamy and just, just out of his fucking mind. Um, I mean, he's, he's doing bits of that in the... Um, massive weight of talent thing i still haven't seen it oh you've got to see that it's great yeah yeah he's i mean he's he's playing an exaggerated version of himself so it's yeah yeah so uh not the best film i've ever seen but certainly enjoyable and held together by joel kinnaman and uh nicholas cage i've really got a lot of time for joel kinnaman me too and that was the thing it was like well there's two actors i really like yeah it's it's got to be worth a shot and i wanted to see it before the end of the year just in case it it made the top five um certainly worth a watch um it's not terribly long uh and i I think that's another thing it doesn't really outstay its welcome 90 minutes long Mm. you know if if you're going for like two and a half hours with two guys in a car something you know but 90 minutes it's pacey um gets to the point uh yeah i quite enjoyed it okay yeah, I want to see that Silent Night, the one that he that yeah. done with with John Woo. Yes, um, yeah, I'll try and check that one out as well. Um, there's so many films. I I actually posted on social media the other day saying like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm seeing Godzilla minus one this week, and then I need to see everything I've missed. So send yeah. me your films, and I've got quite a few that people listed. So um, try and check all of those out before our new year." uh top five just in case because you never know it's all up for grabs yeah this, this is usually something that that you know sort of slips in at the at the end just i've definitely got at least one spot that i'm uh, my number five i'm like hmm don't know yet you know just, i i have to see the godzilla so I, i'm i'm, I'm yeah, pretty well, certain <laughs> top five if i do get around to watching it yeah, I'll, I'll well, I'll get to that when I, when I talk about Godzilla. Yeah. It's time for you to talk about something. What what uh, what what else have you so, watched? Obviously, as my want, I will watch Christmas movies every year. Well, it's Christmas. 
that's fine. Yeah, exactly. I've I, been watching, I, like, dude. I've been so busy. Do you know? I have been, I have been watching Lord of the Rings, which I always watch every Christmas. Yep. Extended editions. I've been uh-huh. watching all the Rocky movies. You know, <laughs> and then around that, I'm trying to watch new stuff and some Christmas films. So you know, there's not a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know, the, 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 I think there's going to be a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings uh, content coming out from people this year. So. Oh, quite possibly, yeah, it's the anniversary, right? Nerdfotic's already done, uh, like, a four-hour video with lots of guests, so... okay. I I just watch it every year, because they're they're not Christmas films, but because they came out at Christmas, I associate them with Christmas. I think it's it's like the Harry Potter movies, isn't it? Exactly, yes. They're on at Christmas, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. It sort of counts as holiday fair, as it were. (laughs) Yeah, I I think you're right. Christmas movies. Mm. Uh, So, um, I... I watched the Family Switch, yeah. uh, which is on Netflix, uh, and it's uh, Jennifer Garner, Ed Helms, uh, Emma Mayers, and Brody Noon, and it's it's directed by McGee. Oh, Hooray. my favourite name! I have, I have a soft spot for McGee mainly because of the Charlie's Angels movies, as I always like to point out. Uh, I, I love those movies, you know, you know, because I just think they're fun. <coughs> at, at the risk of being offensive, mm. that's not his real name, is it? That can be I real. Honestly, don't know what his real name is. I, mean, I actual I, it could be his actual last name. I need to see a birth certificate, or I will not believe him. <laughs> and anyway, I yeah, McGee oh, is. Joseph uh, Mc, Mc, McGinty Nickel. Yeah, that it? that wasn't going to sound as cool, was it? Oh, so, yeah, no, um, that makes sense. McGee sounds justice. It sounds like, uh, I don't know, it makes me think of like Very McFly. Like it's like some terrible boy band or something, you know? Yeah, it, it sounds to me like a very bad white rapper. <laughs> oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, he was responsible for um, Supernatural, right? I think, which uh, I enjoyed for five seasons. It was good. Um, okay. I think he did a quite a lot of that. I, I could be wrong, um, but anyway. So yes, here we are. The family switch. Are on the Winchester. So, okay. um, yeah. So basically, it's uh, we've got uh, your mom and mum and dad and their two children. Yeah. Uh, who obviously are they're they're a, a drifting family. You know, a family that are drifting apart because obviously you know kids are into their social media and stuff and you know what the, the, the boys like maths genius and is totally you know inadequate at school among his, his peers uh, but he talks to sort of you know ancient professors about math problems and things and okay uh, so so it's the, incapable of socializing but yes, genius. Uh, yeah. the daughter is you know super duper um football Girl, that's English football, not American. Uh, she's super duper, you know, sporty Soccer. and into yeah, into her you know social media. She's on her phone, and the the dad is a music teacher who you know was a <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll get to the, the joke about that his his band in a minute. Um, you know, he was he was once in a band, and you know he left the band to pursue a career and you know another family. And the the wife, who is an architect, 
who's you know busy mom who you know doesn't seem to have time for the, the children like she should and all that you know you, you, that sort of usual sort of stuff and they um, the mum says we've got to go and make a Christmas memory we've got to go and you know do this thing and there's there's this big alignment of the planets coming up so they're going to the observatory to watch this alignment of the planets through the telescope and while they're there they see um, this fortune teller uh, played by Rita Moreno, for God's sake. It's like, wow, okay. Um, who basically, you know, they, they don't want to get the, the, their fortune read, but, you know, it's, it, she, you know, she's got a sparkle in her eye and she's obviously she's obviously magic. Um, and, you know, they, like, they're there and they're arguing at the telescope and you see the, the alignment of the planets through the telescope and um, she says to, to uh, Rita Moreno's character, oh, could you take a picture of us and... You know, the dad's like, oh, I wish you, I, I, I wish I was as, you know, I could be like you now. And the kids are like, oh, you don't know anything. I wish I had my life was as easy as yours. Rah, rah, rah. And obviously they, they crash, they break, the, they crash together, they break the telescope and they wake up the next morning and they've switched bodies. Yay. So <laughs> I like a body switch movie. I enjoy I them. Too. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is one of those. It's, it's naff and it's. Mm-hmm. silly and you know it's Jennifer Garner is basically doing the same thing she did in 13 going on 30 which is a movie I really love um, she's great um, the actress playing the daughter is uh, from she plays the wolf girl in uh, Wednesday oh yeah uh, so those two are great mm-hmm. Ed Helms and Brody fine they're okay I mean I'm not a massive Ed Helms fan anyway I think he 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 does what he does and it's fine. It's he kind of, he plays the terrible nerdy character, you know, relatively well. It's yeah cool, yeah. You know. Um. So basically, you know, it's you've got the oh, and also this one, the other the other thing that this one also does with the swap is um the baby swaps with the dog. So you get this slightly cringy CGI baby running around like a dog. Oh god! Yeah, keeping about like a dog at some point, which is like ooh, <clears throat> weird and creepy. And there is, I mean, it's kind of funny when you see the 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 the, the dog on the potty. Yeah, it's, I mean, it looks terrible CG wise, but it's kind of funny. Uh, they make, they do make a joke about. Um, My brain can't help but think that oh god, it's such a it's such a fucking ridiculous film. It it doesn't matter. Yes, exactly that. Because I was like, I was like, surely if a baby swap with a dog, you're like anatomy is you'd just die, wouldn't you? Like with that, how would that? You would even you wouldn't even know how to function. I mean, the, I don't know. It would have known but whatever, better. it's it's a stupid joke. It's fine. Yeah, it's a. They, they do and it's a Christmas joke. movie, and yes. and when it's a Christmas movie, the rule is if it's a Christmas film, you yeah. have to be far less harsh on it. That's the rules. You know, you just the bring up a bit more. Yes. That's what you know. That's what we've always said about. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's got a pretty, you know, the, the cast are all pretty good. So, you know, Jennifer Garner's, as I said, kind of just doing what she's done before, really, which is in a better, in a in a better movie. Uh, I might add, it's a much better movie. Um, there's a, there was a, a quite a, a funny joke about when uh, they they're all talking about the swap and um, they say this has never happened before, and then they mention sort of like jokingly all the other men- movies yeah yeah, that, yeah. That they've done it but not as movies they just mentioned the, the, the titles as as sentences which was, was, was quite funny but there was this really funny one what 
which which I thought was funny, but not I think in the way they intended. It was in it was that, um, so Ed Helms it was supposed to be in this this you know when they get to the point where other kids you know the, the the kids are like seeing that oh actually my pe- my parent my dad is actually quite was actually quite good and you know the daughter sees that her mum actually made all these sacrifices for this family. Mm. It's not just you know, she does, she's not the robot I see her as, and all that sort of stuff. There's the 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 boy is in the sort of toilets, and he hears his dad's students talking about, "Hey, wasn't he in this band, like a really cool band?" And like, "Yeah, wasn't it like Black Sabbath or something?" Oh, you know, well, I don't think it was Black Sabbath. Something like that. So they mentioned a couple of bands, and you're like, "Cool, what wonder what band he was?" Yeah, um, I'm gonna spoil it. Fuck it. He he says. Oh, I w- when they eventually he says, "Oh no, Dad, I you know you, I didn't realize you what was the band that you were in." He says, "Well, I was in Maroon 6. <laughs> and you're like, "Really? That's the cool band you fucking chose your 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 character to be Maroon fucking five? Fuck off, really?" <laughs> so I found that funny, not for the reason I think they thought it was it was funny. Isn't that meant to be a joke? <laughs> I mean, I, I would, I would have assumed. But I think it was the, the fact that he, all his students think that he was in a, uh, you know. But they thought so he was in Black Sabbath. They, they... <laughs> that's true. I guess it. Could... Maybe they thought he was in a core cool band. Yes, that's, oh, I guess I suppose it could have been that. That, that, that mm. I just didn't see it that way. Who knows? Yeah. Fucking five. Um, but it's you know it, it is what it is. It's it's. It's got all the beats that you expect from a swap movie. There's the, you know, the the daughter giving, trying to give her mum's uh, presentation. Yeah, and then yeah. The mum trying to date play high school student or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's all that, those sorts of, there's, there's all those bits, and it, it's okay. It, as a, as a body swap movie, it is not up there with, you know, mother gets offered weed by, by other your... students. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not that. There is a, there is the added creepy factor of the brother and sister, you know, in mum and dad's body and like having to kiss for their friends, sort of thing. Which is oh god, yeah, I hadn't even considered that. Yeah, that, that, that the the added creepiness is actually quite. That's quite funny. I mean, God, I I would be like, we're we've had a massive argument. We're not getting on right now. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. uh, you know. Don't want to talk about it. Yeah, there's 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 that, and there's this, this sort of the 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 mum and dad in the kids' bodies at a party, and they're they're talking to each other like, you know, as a loving couple, and the, the, the sort of kids are like, aren't they brother and sister? That's like, and it, that that works. That's quite that was quite funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not it's no it's, it's no Freaky Friday either version of Freaky Friday. It's no Freaky. You know, 13 going on 30 it's it's yeah it's certainly not a freaky freaky three <laughs> yeah um, it's it's just a pretty cheap looking christmas movie really yeah with, with relatively good actors so yeah it's okay i, I, I it's feel like christmas movies should be cheap you know yeah i mean hallmark christmas actually, movies are, are... Yeah, it's cheap and then there's looking a bit naff and yeah. this looks a bit naff Okay. It, it's, okay. It doesn't look great at times, but that's you know again it's 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 if if you want a Christmas body swap movie, this is fine enough. It's good. It's all right. Yeah. All right. 
like <clears throat> Jennifer Garner and um, uh, Emma Mays are, are, are doing the bulk of the lifting here. Sure. And, you know, that's fine. Um, but, oh, I'm going to mess his name up. Matthias Schwalhofer, who was in, who was Dieter in the zombie movie. You know, oh, yeah. The guy who I, I actually really liked his character. Yeah, I, I, he's in it and he, he's playing it. He's like a dog trainer or something, which is, they, okay. they, they basically give him the dog and the baby to look after, which he does for the, like most of the movie, which is like really weird. Mm. Like this guy with a, who trains dogs with a baby in a, in a dog's body and a, you know, vice versa. I mean, it is it is a funny situation. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, it's odd and it, it kind of works and it doesn't. But it's, mm. yeah, it, it's, it's okay. It's not great, but it's a new Christmas movie and it's fine. Yeah. I imagine that child is probably screwed forever now. Like, mentally. Yeah. Like, at that age, being put into the body of a dog for a day. I mean, would not really notice... Oh, I guess maybe not. Or it's either not going to notice, or it's going to have massive trauma for the rest of its life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we'll find out in the family switch too. I mean, you joke, but I wouldn't surprise me. No, no, no. Um, all right, well, cool. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's a maybe for me. The equalizer three is a definite. It's like, I, you know, it, I, I can't recommend it as a as a really good Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's fine. It's all right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I watched Godzilla minus one. Obviously. Right. <laughs> Shockingly. Um. So I I will say. I probably went into this film with a different attitude than most people expected me to. <laughs> Um, I I went into this movie because I am a massive Godzilla fan. It's probably my favourite thing. No, are you you sure? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. But I'm aware that it is, right? And so I went into this, I went to the cinema with friends, and I was like, okay. But I know, I know I'm going to enjoy this movie, right? It's it's kind of like a given that I'm going to enjoy this. And it's, it's a given that even if it's, I, I like even the worst Godzilla movies I enjoy. I was going to say, even the 90s one has... Uh, 98 <sighs> has it's, its got, moments. It's got a Jean Reno. Yeah, I was going to say, I literally, when you said that, best, okay? <laughs> my first thought was uh, Jean Reno. That was the first thought I had. I was like, well, he's... It's okay. The only good thing, isn't it? Probably. Um, the, design, the design is cool. It's just not Godzilla. Yeah, I, I don't know why it wasn't um, Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. That It would have made way more sense to have been a, ma- a remake of that movie than Godzilla. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, so I, I have my bias. I knew my bias going in. So I was like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this regardless. But as a movie, when we're coming to the end of the year and we're talking top five movies and all of that stuff, is it actually as as good as the hype? Because I've tried to avoid as much of this as possible, which yeah. led me to one amusing thing, which I will say in a little bit, because I avoided spoilers for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you now. I avoided spoilers for the most part, but on the day or the day before the movie, before seeing it, I yeah. listened to the soundtrack, and it okay. and it really confused me because okay. the soundtrack had well, it had bits. For, it had like bits of. It's got an original score, which is fantastic. It it's kind of like this droning kind of horror. It's a real horror uh, soundtrack, but then it does have 
the the uh, Ifakube uh, themes. But it had um, King Kong versus Godzilla theme in there, um, and it had Mothra versus Godzilla. It had the theme from Mothra versus Godzilla, including Mothra's theme. And I was like, "Is Mothra in this movie?" Because I don't recall seeing what? anything about that. Uh, That's a weird thing to choose. She's not. She, it, it's just in the movie. And it fits really well into the scene it's in. It was just really weird. I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. Walther's theme's just in there. Um, It, it does work in, in, in the movie, though. It fits the, the, the scene it's in. It works with um well okay um, most people probably wouldn't know what the hell that is anyway no so. no that's yes yeah, just me being a nerd <laughs> <laughs> I think only the godzilla fans are gonna know what that is, that, that is you'll, you'll so. know the ifakube score oh yeah of course. well i mean i would say most a lot of people would yeah. know more but um so anyway it's 1945 uh coming towards the end of world war Two. and uh we we follow koichi who is a kamikaze pilot and he um he basically um is is just well i it's it's debatable he's clearly afraid to die um but equally this is at a point in the war 1945 the japanese know they've already lost mm-hmm. um and so there is this thought of like the government and and in fact the mechanic uh he he lands on um odo island and uh, basically, there's a a small group of mechanics there, and he basically lands saying, "Look, there's technical problems with this plane. I, I can't fly it properly, um, so it needs to be fixed before I can kamikaze correctly." Um, and so the mechanics look at it, and it becomes very clear there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and this lead mechanic, he kind of sits with Koichi because Koichi kind of walks off and stares out to sea, and he's clearly very emotional. And and the mechanic says to him, like, you know, I I understand. Um, and, and Koichi's kind of shocked, but he says, well, look, you know, uh, Shikishima is his name. He, he basically says, look, uh, oh, no, sorry, no, no, it's, it's Koichi Shikishima is uh, Tachibana, sorry, Tachibana. He he says, like, look, I, I understand because our government know we've lost this war. Like, it's like dying with honor, but there's no honor in dying for no reason. Like, you, you're just going to die for literally no reason because we've we've effectively lost. Um, so he kind of uh, he kind of sees Koichi's problem and he, he kind of covers for him a little bit. Anyway, that night, uh, Godzilla attacks, um, which is cool. Like, almost five minutes into the movie, Godzilla turns up. Um, but... Uh, minor spoiler I, I think it's probably out there now anyway but it's it's a smaller version of godzilla it's it's like the godzilla saurus um from um uh godzilla versus king Ghidorah, where it's like the unmutated godzilla um yeah. and he basically uh he is uh much like in 1954's godzilla where he is the uh this 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 creature that they all worship on odo island and the locals are aware of godzilla and they they in the 1954 version they sacrifice people to to godzilla to to keep him peaceful when the fishing's bad and all of that so that they can get more fish um odo island residents uh, are aware of godzilla and and when the when godzilla attacks one of the mechanics says it's godzilla like uh, one of the odo, uh, the odo island residents told me about godzilla um and it's it's uh, like i think in this scene godzilla is um somewhat innocently I think he's just spooked by um, them spotting him, turning lights on him, air raid siren going off, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he's pretty brutal. 
Um, and he basically, um, Koichi is in a position where he can uh, get to his uh, plane and shoot the cannons. He gets to the plane, but he freezes. And he doesn't shoot Godzilla because he's scared of Godzilla. Um, and Godzilla proceeds to kill all the mechanics other than Tachibana and Koichi. Um, so Koichi is then heading home to Tokyo, end of the war. And uh, he goes back to Tokyo, finds the whole city in ruins from the firebombing, uh, discovers that his whole family are dead. Um, and the only person he recognizes there is his neighbor who thinks he's a piece of shit. Uh, and believes that they lost the war because people like him didn't do their duty, didn't kill yeah. themselves in the line of duty. And because of that, they lost the war and, and all of this has happened. Um, I'm saying if this is a comedy, then. <clears throat> no. If, if anything, I, and I, I mean this in the best way possible, this is a war drama first and a yeah. Godzilla movie second, mm-hmm. which is a bizarre thing to be saying, but it That's works. The I, I was getting, yeah. Um, so so basically from from there he uh is living in the the ruins of his old family's house both of his parents are dead obviously um and he uh during this time he meets a uh uh a woman called noriko who is a thief at the time anyway she, you know he he's introduced to her she's running away and someone shouting thief and she has this baby with her um akiko and uh she gives the baby to him and runs away and he's like what am i doing with this baby like i I don't want it and he goes to leave it but then decides against it and they they meet up later um and uh she questions why and he was like well i couldn't leave her there you know in that situation um and they end up like basically forming this nuclear family um she is obviously they're not together at this point um and akiko is not noriko's baby either uh akiko's parents died and her mother's last wish was that someone look after her baby so noriko has taken on the baby um and and is raising her as her own but they're not related um so they they have this nice little nuclear family um and um koichi basically takes on this this job as a minesweeper um because obviously a lot of i think they say it's like sixty thousand mines or something have been plant planted in the sea by both japan and america and everyone um and they need to go out and and disarm these 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 sea mines um so they're on these like rickety wooden boats because obviously if it was a metal boat it would attract mines and whatnot so they're on these rickety tiny things really dangerous work but it pays really well um and noriko's obviously a little upset at him for for taking the job but he says look you know i'm gonna come back you know i'll I'll, i I promise um but he is racked by survivor's guilt both over not doing his duty in the war um and then obviously odo island um then we get the the uh, so it skips ahead um to like 1947 i think when uh they're doing the america's doing the nuclear tests and we get a quick shot of godzilla obviously getting hit by the nuke he is now irradiated um and godzilla proper um so i won't won't spoil where the movie goes from there but effectively uh godzilla then shows up and um it's it's quickly it's quickly told to us that basically america are like yeah we can't get involved um because obviously at this point in the war or this point post-war japan has been disarmed Uh uh, and they're under american basically 
protection control, yeah, yeah. and control but america basically say well look we cannot get involved in dealing with this this monster um because russia will take it as a sign of aggression if we if we get involved militarily uh in this region so we can't get involved um even though it's our fucking fault <laughs> um so basically they don't want tensions with the soviet union so they 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 bow out uh and the japanese government pretty much they 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 send the minesweepers on this kind of secret mission to try and stop godzilla because they they realize this he's destroyed a couple of um american destroyers and the path leads straight to tokyo so they they're kind of like they send out the minesweepers to try and delay um while one of their warships can get there um uh and and basically the 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 movie goes on from there but this movie is primarily as i said a war drama it is one of the few and i say this as someone who's seen all 37 godzilla movies more than once um it is one of the few where you really care for these characters um the the acting is superb across the board um there's a particular there are a couple of scenes that really got to me um one scene was was probably the the standout in terms of acting was when koichi um basically has this complete mental breakdown and uh and 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 says to noriko he he's just in a complete state and he says to noriko have i have am i dead he, he's like he thinks he's dead or that he's about to die he thinks he's basically on odo island or about to kamikaze and he's living out this dream nightmare in his final moments before he dies um and he's completely broken by the war let alone godzilla turning up he's he's just broken by the war um in fact at one point he says to his parents he's like you know his dead parents he's like dare i dream to be happy with with nariko who's moved in um and then obviously godzilla attacks tokyo and he sees that as like i can't be happy like this is my punishment i i have to just live with you know misery and and i'm gonna you know and uh, he kind of takes it on himself as like a personal mission to 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 take down godzilla as he failed to do originally so he's now blaming himself for all the tokyo attacks as well that godzilla's doing because he could have pulled the trigger of his you know of his guns on his on his plane um there's there's a couple of scenes i mean i don't really like kids to be honest with you Um, (laughs) but fuck me this kid is adorable this kid is adorable there's there's two scenes where akiko cries and they're heartbreaking scenes like it got to me twice both times it got to me um this yeah this movie the characters in this movie are fantastic um the the... the little girl in the new ones is pretty good. That little deaf girl, she was great in in the in the. In the... Yeah, she's great. Um, I forget what her character's name is now. Um, but yes. Um, but yeah, Akiko is is adorable, and uh, the actress who plays her, I mean, for her age, fantastic. I hope they didn't actually like upset this child. You know, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, then I'll, then I might take that back. But but um, yeah, amazing performances. Um, and that's not to diminish anything from godzilla when godzilla turns up uh you you generally have got about i don't know 15 to 30 minutes of of people talking but it's interesting you know Mm. it's interesting character development all of the people you meet it sounds like it's close to the original it's it's certainly if you were if you were to put it next to another godzilla movie it, it could only go next to 1954 
really. I mean, even Shin Godzilla, I would say, is a lot more dark humor than this. This has got humorous parts. Like, you meet the the crew, the Minesweeper, are quite funny together in that kind of camaraderie kind of way. Um, There's a few bits of levity, but it's a dark movie. It's a dark, serious movie. Um, And, you know, it's very emotional. It really really is... uh, fantastically well directed um by uh takashi yamazaki who also did the visual effects also wrote it yeah, also like had a, a hand a, in producing a, it i think man, doesn't he? yeah i mean he's he's really um i mean i don't think they expected this film to do as well as it has done um no it's, but... it's done bloody guns isn't it well according to wikipedia so it was made for less than 15 million uh dollars and it's made 64.1 million so far and it's yeah. been expanded. They keep adding new dates in the cinema in America. Yep. And obviously now it's out in the rest of the world and it's doing very well. So anyway, yeah, when Godzilla is on screen, it's he's a force to be reckoned with. It's probably the most angry Godzilla we've ever seen, to be honest. Um, oh. Maybe GMK comes close. Um, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, All Out Monsters Attack. That Godzilla is quite evil and, and nasty. But this, yeah, he is just savage um and you know in a godzilla movie you're like yay godzilla right just want to see godzilla smash stuff up because that's half the fun and it is half the fun in this movie but honestly after the attack on tokyo uh and i said to my i I said to ben as as we left the cinema and he was like i'm so glad you said that because i was i almost led over to say that to you uh after the attack on tokyo i was like yeah godzilla needs to fucking die like they need to fucking kill they need to fucking kill this creature like it it is like savage you know um yeah it it is a tremendous tremendous film it it is the wrath of khan of 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 godzilla movies where where you know well i guess i actually know that i take that back because obviously 1954 is the same but what you have here is not just a good godzilla movie it it is a fantastic film I mean, it's always good when you give a fuck about the, the humans. Rarely happens. You don't want, to be honest, most Godzilla movies, we don't want the humans anyway. We're, 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 we're just there to see... Certainly the American ones. I mean, the, the Japanese yeah. ones have had some good characters, but nothing, yeah. you know, again, it, it's Mostly still you're all about the monsters. The, 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 the yeah. kaiju kick the shit out of each other. Yeah, and, and here, here you're going long periods without seeing Godzilla, and you don't need to see godzilla you know i i was glued to these characters and their struggle um it's it's almost like it's a great war movie Mm. and then it's a great godzilla movie as well it's the best of both that's Um, that's a that's a that's a pretty good feat to pull off it's uh honestly i i left the cinema quite shocked uh, at just how good it was uh, I, I was expecting to enjoy a Godzilla movie, and obviously I would have done anyway, but this was uh, far and above beyond what I would have expected. Um, I'm so glad I avoided most of the spoilers mm. and, and just kind of got to enjoy this for what it was. Um, the visual effects are unbelievably good for the budget. Uh, shows its play in a few places, you can kind of tell, but for the yeah. most part, it looks stunning the cinematography is fantastic the soundtrack is great i think people might argue that the ifakube themes don't necessarily fit into the film so well um i think they did and you're never going to hear me complain about ifakube it's kind of worth using just because everybody knows it's godzilla theme you know it's just it would feel godzilla doesn't it it would feel wrong not to yeah to be honest at this point um yeah it it's 
truly an, an incredible film and i would urge anyone to see it in the cinema because the sound and you know it the sound and the visuals belong on the big screen um yeah uh, a, a truly brilliant film um that far exceeded my expectations and uh, obviously i was pretty hyped this i i said to uh, my friend as we we went in i was like god this is like so weird because i remember when this film was announced on godzilla day 2022 mm. i was like oh my god there's a new japanese godzilla movie and it was kind of like tumbleweed like no one really <laughs> gives a shit and it's so nice this is the thing you know when people talk about like oh toxic fans and gatekeeping and, and all of that and i'm like everyone loves godzilla right now and i love it <laughs> it's the best thing ever like everyone's going to see this movie and they're like oh my god this is amazing i'm like yeah i know right um yeah it's great it's it's nice to be able to share it like this this thing i love with with everyone feeling this pretty much the same way i haven't seen anyone say anything different yet so um so yeah highly recommend it uh a must see at the cinema this year i think if you can if you can get there um yeah i I totally want to i mean i i I was totally planning on saying anyway but i'm like yeah i just want to see it i really do yeah well depending on when you go i might might come with you and see it again (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I was thinking about it the next day. Like you're going to go back to the cinema to Dude, see Dude, the next day. good sign. The next day. I saw it on the Friday and on the Saturday. I was like, I could go see it again today. <laughs> I was tempted. <laughs> I was tempted. Um, but yeah, anyway, go go see it. I'm not going to spoil any more than, than that. Um, it, it's a film that needs to be seen. Uh, if, if I had one criticism, I, I think it is. And it's not even... I don't even know if it's a criticism. It's just the way that japanese make films particularly these days um i would have personally liked to have added another half an hour to let scenes breathe a bit um okay it it does that japanese i I mean you know this like the 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 kind of that very fast pace that that japanese filmmakers do where it kind of goes from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing um you know we we cover a lot of time and ground very quickly um and i would have liked to have seen a little bit more time to let things breathe um but you know there may be a director's cut at some point that that kind of does that who knows but yeah i i can't recommend this film enough so what else have you watched uh so my the other christmas movie i saw Mm. your christmas or mine too the sequel now you covered the the first one last year right i I covered the first one last year so which basically was the you know rich boy and poor girl sort of meet and become boyfriend and girlfriend and through a a mixed thing uh, through a, a, a they, they basically um they're going to their, their parents for you know they're supposed to be going to their either parents but their their own parents for christmas yeah. but they decide when they're on the trains that actually wouldn't it be a good idea to surprise you know my partner if i go to theirs instead so they both obviously they miss each other they okay. end up they end so that's that's the first one they end up at the other's house for christmas and then obviously they all come together you know the rich kids a a, a lord from you know yes um, and you know the the poor is a working class you know dad to ice cream salesman and all that sort of stuff and you know you, so... you've got 
that usual beats, and I, I, kind of, I, I pretty much, I, I really enjoyed the first. You that, did. That. I remember you had a really positive review. I, I'm curious how they they do it again. How does Kevin McAllister get home alone twice? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's so, the so What's the setup? Time, uh, they are going to Austria for the the for Christmas, right? So, um. Aza Butterfields, James, his dad, uh, played by Alex Jennings, is is brought home. His new uh, is bringing his new girlfriend, okay. uh, played by Jane Kr- um, Krakowski, who who's in you know really great actress from um, uh, 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 Kimmy Schmidt and Ali McBeal and uh, Thirty Schmitt. Rock. She's she's really. Uh, I will say she's bloody criminally underused in this movie but she you know she's she's the new american girlfriend for his dad and obviously she's you know she's this award-winning writer and and she's she's one of those you know sort of crass americans crass yeah. rich americans um and you've got um david bradley is, is the is the is the sort of uh his grandfather they're all there for, for theirs and the <laughs> the the working class family you got the you know Daniel Mays is the dad and uh, um, Andrew Griffiths is the mum. They're they're there. They've done. They they were offered, I think, by the the rich people to to stay in the hotel with them. But they said no, no, no. We don't want charity. We're not a charity, you know. Um, so the dad does a deal, and he he did a deal with a guy down the pub, sort of thing. And he's got a he's got a place that they're gonna you know be staying. So obviously at the airport they get that gets switched. So the 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 Working class family go in the the big bus and end up in the swanky, top of the line, um, you know, uh, hotel. And mm. the rich family end up in the terrible rich hotel hell yeah. Volvo and end up in this barn sort of thing in the middle okay. of up okay. a mountain. That, that's that's good. That's good situational comedy as well. Yeah, that works. so it's you, you you've got that sort of. That's what the the, the the sort of swap switches this this time, mm-hmm. and you've got your usual beats of uh, no, oh um, there's a there's a mix up with a a, a ring, um, and you know, uh, a Haley, wedding uh, ring? No, oh. <laughs> there's, actually, there's a joke about that, but um, no. So this so Haley's obviously the, 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 the they've got their the wrong luggage. And Haley goes into uh, what she thinks is a butter uh, James's luggage to get something out, and mm. in his in the wash bag there is a diamond ring. And she said to her, to him, "Oh, I just want a Fitbit for Christmas." So he's got her a Fitbit, and she says, "You know, all I've got for you is a card, you know." But it's what's written on the card. She says that that that, that will make it a, a, a great thing. Mm. So she thinks he's going to propose to her, and. Obviously, he's not going. He's not doing that. But <laughs> you get the, the the you know that the big mix up and he's uh-huh. um, he James's ex. Well, it's it's, it's his. Well, I don't think it's his ex girlfriend, but it is a, a this you know posh girl who turns up and you know they've known each other since they were kids and the, yeah yeah the the, oh, the, the insecurities kick in. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna be the you know the bless of the poor girl doesn't really get much to do but you know it, 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 she's got the, the sort of 
she's there to do the whole oh he loves her not me thing and uh-huh. you know, yeah that sort of stuff and, and oh it's so you get all, all those beats and you get the usual mistaking stuff and you get the rowdy drinking competition which is quite funny um it's it's not as good as the first one i think the first one is better um you know david bradley gets underused um uh, jane krakowski gets terribly underused <laughs> She does get a chance to sing at the end, which is, you know... I fucking love Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt's great. Such a good show. <laughs> she's, she's brilliant in that. She's, she's brilliantly awful in that. Mm-hmm. In that, in that yeah. Uh, series. Uh, Daniel Mays is, is doing his best dad thing, and, and, and Angela Grimm is doing her best mum thing. So you get all those things. It's it, If you like the first one, you're you're probably going to like this one. It's it's kind of more of the same, just a little bit lesser, really. Mm-hmm. It's It's... It's not as good because it's kind of just them going through the sort of similar things on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, so you get, you know, and you've got the, uh, uh, you know, the granddad guy from the the poor, who was, you know, pork pie from from Desmond's and stuff. Who's he's great to see him, but you know, yeah. still still kicking around and stuff. And it's you know, you get the the sort of um, the grumpy uh, hotelier who likes to dress up as he he looks he, he looks forward to christmas every year because he gets to dress up as krampus <laughs> that's awesome so there's and it's a really good krampus mask he's got as well actually oh cool <laughs> um and you do get the, the um the little the little brothers are a little shits and he's a butterfield um <laughs> explaining to them what krampus is nice. and so you get the sort of like to them trying to behave because they don't want krampus to turn up uh, yeah, it's it's all right. It's okay. It's it, it's better than the other one that I've seen. It's, right. it's definitely better than the Switch one. Hmm. Um, again, mainly because the leads are charming. You know, it's, yeah, that goes a long way. That, yeah, exactly. Ace you know. Butterfield and Cora Kirk are, are really sweet. They're, they're 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 really you know doing their be- their best to make this work. Everybody's really you know doing doing a, a, their job it's kind of like a, a a hallmark movie with better actors well that's that's, that's fine for christmas know, that's, that's all you want it's it's a, it's a it's a fairly decent hallmark christmas movie with, with slightly better actors than usual because yeah. let's face it most hallmark actors are not great no well they're usually washed up actors that's that's usually yeah. the hallmark well, thing. you know you get they're either up and coming or washed up yeah it's one of the occasional one that's okay but mostly the cast are pretty pretty terrible but no this is this is a it's it's a it's a pretty good solid christmas movie that that's you know not going to ruffle any feathers or yeah you know it's got all the usual beats that you're you're going to expect from a christmas movie but it's because of the leads it's it's that much better so it's and especially if you've seen the first one and you enjoyed the first one i think you'll enjoy this mm. it's more more of the same and it's christmasy what more can you ask for well, yeah, that's it, and um, I, I guess next year, if they if they do another one, can you do another oh, one? Well, I think there's a there's a if they do, how would they do hint, it? There's a hint. Oh, what they? Do I, oh, do they hint at a sequel? Kind of. Wow. There's, okay. There's, I, I, it's not really a spoiler. Well, you you can tell us. You can spoil it next year. Uh, um, I, I don't remember what his real name is. The guy who played it was pork pie. Uh, hang on, let me look him up. Uh. Oh, Ram John Holder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he basically says when they're on they're on a plane at one point, and he says, uh, 
oh, you know, I'd like to go home for, for, for next Christmas. And they're like, yeah, we'll go, we're not going to do this again at Christmas. He's no, 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 I want to go home, which is one of those things that always slightly annoys me about um, that sort of stuff that, that, you know, saying where you're home, where you're home, is like, okay, you're British, but we all know what you're talking about when you say you're home. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Next, next year we'll probably be in the Caribbean if they do another one. Okay. I presume. Yeah, fair enough. Just, you know. Okay, fine. Uh, I mean, uh, if they put it on, I'm gonna bloody watch it. You know well, what I mean? It's, it's, it's like it, it's like Under Siege. It. It's like I enjoyed Under Siege, and then they're like, "Well, it's Under Siege again on a train," and I'm like, "Well, that that doesn't sound anywhere near as good." But yeah, fine. I, yeah, I've never <laughs> you know? seen that movie. I have no memory of any part of that movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. The only that the only movie. bit I remember is um, Assumption is the mother of all fuck ups. That's. <laughs> That line is about all I remember. Yeah, the the bad guy says it. No, it's rubbish. Um, but that's the <laughs> that's the problem with with films like this. It, it always makes me think of of Under Siege and 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 stuff like that, where it's like, how how often can you be under siege by accident? You know, <laughs> or like how often can you go to the wrong place for Christmas? You mean the modern that the modern equipment that is taken, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many times can one guy, you know, have someone he loves kidnapped? Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Um, but hey, it's a Christmas movie and it sounds like he's charming. So It is. Know. It's it is. It's it's a it's a sweet enough, you know, Christmas movie. There's if you're into the whole, you know, hallmarky I am. When at this time of year. This is this is it's good enough. It's I, right. I, it's you know, it, like I said, and if you've seen the first one, why not? It's worth it's it's worth it just if, if you enjoyed the first one. I go eleven months of the year avoiding anything Hallmark like exactly. until Christmas, and then I'm all about <laughs> Hallmark for a month. So yeah, cool. Although not this year. This year I was like, oh, Rocky movies are pretty Christmassy. A lot of Christmas in Rocky movies. So That's very true. They are quite a lot. It's quite yeah. A lot um cool well i i don't really have much to say uh because we're only three episodes in other than to say that reacher season two is superb so far um i'm watching that relatively soon yeah cool um they're they've released three up front and then i guess it's going to be weekly so it'll be a while before yeah we do cover the whole thing but it's just as good as the first season so far um it's i think i'm going to be doing a thing that i'm doing with monarch in that Mm. i save them all up and watch them me my wife and my brother-in-law probably going to watch them all together i think you'll have a better time of reacher (laughs) to to be honest i i i kind of got that impression what people have said about uh yeah i mean it's um monarch by comparison um it's 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 fine when it at times when it decides to take itself somewhat seriously and and it does have some cool ideas um some thoroughly unlikable characters um and it just feels like quite directionless to me at times um there are some nice bits in monarch though it's it's not terrible um but Reacher, on the other hand, season two, yeah, so far has been fantastic. Um, Reacher's basically uh, contacted by um, the uh, oh, I forget her name the um, the his military friend from the first yeah. one. Um, she contacts him, 
and it turns out that their old band of um, military police yeah okay. he, he basically gonna... founded this military police group and um someone appears to be killing them one by one so it's it's the mystery of yeah. uh of that um and uh it yes yeah, so far it's uh it, it's absolutely superb um it's got um uh robert patrick i think is playing like the big bad this yeah. this season um and they they had i mean i appreciate it was it i was i was waiting for it to happen and and i and i was pleased with the payoff well, they do a terminator thing they do a terminator thing but they did it it was good they did. it was good she basically they they book into a hotel and reacher i think says some um i think he's a football player or something he is like an alias of a football player right. um and and she's got books in under sarah connor and uh the the henchman's <laughs> like oh the 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 big guy and her have booked into this hotel under pseudonyms and he's like oh this character this 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 football player um and the, he's the guy's on the phone to robert patrick's character and he's like who's sarah connor and, and robert patrick's like who gives a shit i don't care who fucking sarah connor is just go and get him <laughs> i was like that's quite fun like it was it was a nice nod it wasn't too like on the nose or anything it just yeah it made me smile um but yeah it, if you like season one you'll love season two so far it could shit the bed next week but uh so far <laughs> it's been superb so yeah we'll 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 circle back to this when it's done because i guess by then you probably will have seen it as well and we'll yeah. we'll review it properly so what else have you watched uh, so i basically gave a chance to something called uh silver and the book of dreams mm. uh, which is a german movie basically yeah set in england okay German, uh, German a, funded or sorry, a German. Uh, it's an Amazon movie, so I I don't know whether they. I presume it's at, I guess Amazon Germany. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I well, I'm, assume, I'm assuming Amazon have conquered most of the world at this point. So it's yeah. So it's a based on a book, I believe, a German book. Hmm. It's a young adult sort of thing. Uh, so we've basically we're introduced to um, Liv and her sister, uh, who are coming on the Eurostar to, to, to London um, because their mum has, has basically moved, you know, met a new guy and uh, they're basically moving in with uh, this, the, the new, the new family and the, you know, the dad, the, this, the, the dad here has got uh, a son and daughter. Right. Daughter is awful. Uh, the son, you know, <laughs> what you, like, awful as in the characters awful or the actors awful? Oh no, she's, no, she, she's, She's great at being awful. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's a terrible human being. She's just a a Uh bitch. Cool. Um, and the, you know, they're, they're grieving, still grieving for their father who, who died in a, a, an accident. Uh, and they don't really want to be here. They don't want to move to to sort of London. They don't want to be a new dad sort of thing. So you get all those sort of things. Um, and you can you see what on the on the trip over, uh, Liv has a very vivid dream, uh, sort of life if you like, where she's sort of trapped under ice and she's drowning and she, that's obviously her her her, her fear is, is that, uh, right. and um, with this new family, um, she ends up falling into the dream of her sort of 
her brother to be. Okay. And she finds out that the that this uh, him and his group of friends they've got this uh, book that they they found and it basically tells you how to you know make your dreams real sort of thing get the you know get the okay. Support. Uh, and it says basically you need it's it's supposed to be you need oh, was it four blokes and a maiden which she points out is sexist and you know, it's like okay uh-huh. and I, I got to the point where I was like uh, is this going to be one of those movies it's like no it's okay well she's it, not wrong they don't, yeah it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's a silly thing but it's like don't make yeah 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 make a fucking thing of it but again it's quite natural they don't, thankfully it's no just, and it's quite natural that someone might say that you know yeah um, so. So they, you know, there's a, there's a, a missing girl that they've they've uh, was part they find as part of this uh, this group and she, you know, she ends up going through these there's this like dream corridor with all these doors and you can go into people's dreams if you have like a something that belongs to them like right. if you like like a, an anchor so if you've got like a an item of clothing or something that belonged to that person you can go into their dreams and. You can sort of, you know, witness what's going on there, and mm. there's this sort of um, thing about the, the 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 dream book that she she points out. It's like, well, this can't be, you know, there, there must be a downside to this, and they're like, no, 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 it's fine. There's no downside to it. Of course, there isn't. <laughs> no, it's going to be a really boring film where there's no downside. Exactly. To it. <laughs> exactly. She's like, there's, you know, there's, there's got to be a downside. To this, and she discovers there's a downside to it. And, there's there's this sort of thing that you have to if, if you whatever you do in the dream with there's something else your your deepest fear will also come true so whatever you know if, if you, you you one of them wants to be class president or something and and uh his uh deepest fear is basically to be pantsed on stage you know and, and, okay yeah humiliated and on stage you know, and... well, obviously it's, it gets more serious when your fear is you know, drowning in ice. Yeah, I was going to say that that's not the worst fear to have. I mean, exactly. You know. So it's so you've got that, and the, the, she also discovers no, I'm, that I'm afraid of being pants on stage. Well, I'm a I, I'm afraid of being flailed alive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's, on a there's, scale of one to ten. Yeah. So you've got so you've got the, the sort of that those those are the sort of stakes. So you know, obviously they and the the missing girl turns out that. Uh, she was part of this group. She was the original maiden, as it were. Right. Uh, and you, you know, you subsequently find out things about her. And then there's obviously there's, there's a bigger thing, like a not exactly a prophecy, but there's a there's a bigger thing that can happen if if this this you know the the situation is right. There's there's certain things you can do, and you can and, and um, the dreams will come true, and the bad things will have been reverted, so the bad things won't happen. Okay. But there are there are, there are are stakes that I'm not gonna, you know, yeah, yeah. give away because um, this sounds so, fun. I, uh, yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I, I the um, Jenna McKinnon, I think, is is a German actress. Who I think, you know, she's working in a, a second language here, and she's really good. Actually, I really thought she was a really um, charming lead. Um, the, the rest of the guys are all fine. They're all, you know, I think mostly Irish actors by the looks of it. And they're all, you know, doing their, their you know, what, what they do in these teeny, teeny movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. It, it was, it was, it was all right. It was, it was, um, your standard sort of 
team move. You've got the, the oh, will, will they, won't she get with this one of the boys? And you, you mm. know, there's a, the, the usual sort of beats that these things hit. That seems to be the, the word. The beats seems to be the word of the week. Um, it was okay. I really enjoyed it for what it is. There's some nice dream imagery, um, especially with the sort of the, the sort of like um, on a beach with these waves that are frozen and stuff. And it's you know, and there's he's it, not going to be he's not pushing any sort of like um, you know, uh, uh, what's the dream within the dream thing? The um, Nolan movie um, Inception. Inception. It's it's no Inception. It's like you know, it's not it's not that level of spectacular, but it's it's you know pretty pretty. Sweet it's presumably got a fraction of the budget as well. Exactly. In fairness. But what I think the budget must have been for this movie, I think that they they did they, a good um, job. Yeah, they've done pretty well, and it really does benefit the fact that the the, the lead is uh, is very watchable and, and very uh, you know very charming. Um, the sort of the the. the um, you know, the, even though I'm not going to spoil it, the things that, you, you know, I, I thought they were obvious, but, you know, maybe people who haven't seen more, you know, a lot of these sort of teen movies won't know what's coming. But I think the, 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 the twists are like, okay, yeah, I saw that coming. I saw that coming. That's fine. And, it, and it's okay. It doesn't really matter that much it's just it, you know when they do come they're like okay fine yeah that's exactly kind of what i, what I was and it's it, it, it works all right mm. um it's actually it was actually a very enjoyable team movie i quite i quite liked it it was it's you know again it's not going to be on anybody's bloody isn't it we're it's not, not going to be in the top five games or you know or yeah. maybe runner here levels of, of good mm. but it was actually it was actually pretty cool uh, you know and it, it benefits from from having a, a, a good lead and uh, an okay storyline actually it was all right and and it's it's kind of, it's got a it's got a thing for a possible sequel which was okay um from what i can get i've not obviously i've not read the book but i have seen that apparently it doesn't bear much resemblance to the book which oh, okay i guess if you're a fan of the book then you're really not going to like this movie but i I, can't, I enjoyed it for what it is it's okay hmm cool um well, I think that's everything, right? Yeah. Um, should say, um, Campuchero, uh, Campuchero, uh Satsuma uh, passed away on the 16th of December. Um, he was the suit actor for Godzilla through all of the Heisei era. Yeah. Through all of the uh, 80s through the 90s. Um, started, I think he started in the... Um, later Showa era i think he played herdura and gaigan um and then he kind of took a break and then came back to play godzilla so he kind of he got got a raise when, when the <laughs> era came around they were like hey you enjoy passing out in suits why don't you play godzilla um and yeah obviously you know that that kind of suit acting very brutal um he, he frequently passed out due to lack of oxygen and then i think when um godzilla versus destroyer came around that's when godzilla's melting down he's become too powerful for his own body and he's, he's melting down and as a result they had the suit kind of producing steam so the the the, the, the suit is constantly having steam coming out of it um <laughs> as well as the already horrendous heat but uh yeah anyway he he passed away 76 uh on the 16th um yeah massive that was like my godzilla was uh you know return of godzilla kind of period um 
Yeah. That was the stuff that we were getting on the VHS um, mm-hmm. back in the 90s. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we should also mention uh, Andre uh, Braugh, um, 61, who was in a uh, really good comedic actor. He was in um, Brooklyn 911. Mm. Uh, and uh, he was in things like City of Angels and yes. uh, The Mist and stuff like that. And uh, really great he's great uh, in the mist actually he's really yeah good. he's really good at it. i mean he's, he's he's actually brooklyn 99 sorry uh yeah he was he's i really like him in the mist he's, he's not in it long enough but he's he's really cool i like his character in the mist yeah yeah he's been he was a great actor so yeah very tragic that um yeah he was quite young as well wasn't he i mean he didn't seem well, that yeah, 61 60 yeah, has no age um but yeah yeah great actor uh, uh there's been a lot of trailers recently that boggled the mind. Uh, have you seen the uh, uh, the Beverly Hills Cop one? Yeah. What did you think? Um, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but it it, it didn't also didn't make me go. Wow. No, I, I'm not. I'm not jumping out of my seat. I mean, at the end, seeing um, Judge Reinhold and what's his face was was great. I was just like, oh my god, he's still alive. Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking. Which is a really bad thing to say, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I thought it was going to be his son or his daughter. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of relieved. That's what they haven't shown in the trailer. Well, I don't don't mind. Isn't it? It's his daughter. Right. But that's fine. I don't mind his daughter being in it. I, I was just worried that Axel Foley would be in it for five seconds. Yeah, and it looks like he's got a substantial role, which is fine. I, I'm all for his daughter, if his the daughter or son or whoever is is like in it as well. Totally cool with that. I I just didn't want the movie to be about them handing off sort of thing. But the movie's called Axel F, right? Yes. So it, it has to be about Axel because that would be really silly if. Oh, you know, wouldn't you? Uh, unless he's called his daughter Axel as well, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Sort of that word. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, like, Beverly Hills Cop three wasn't that good. Oh no, terrible! Um, I'm watching that baby. I, I like the first two. Love the first oh, yeah, two right. actually. Um, and and you know, I I find Eddie Murphy infinitely watchable. Um, yeah, even I mean, even when he's in crap, I like. I'm gonna watch that Christmas movie. Crap. I'm gonna watch it this week. I do you know what? I I'm gonna. I was so tempted, and I, I, saw, I watched the trailer a couple of times. It looks to, terrible. Just, it no, looks absolutely terrible. It. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I, I, it's like Stallone. I'm, I'm kind of like contractually obligated. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I, I um, kind of feel the same way, but I just, oh, I just couldn't. It's I watched, be bad. I watched a number of like Christmas trailers just to sort of see which one I was gonna pick, and I picked the other two over that one because I thought. They just looked better than that one did. But just you wait in two weeks' time, I'll be like, "I'm my film of the year." <laughs> <It's> the <laughs> shit, Eddie Murphy Christmas movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not excited, but I'm not dreading it, and I will watch it. That, yeah. that's where I am with yeah. Beverly Hills or e- Axel F. Um, did you see? The... They should have just called it Crazy Frog. <laughs> The Crazy Frog movie. <laughs> Has that already happened? That's probably already happened. Um, yeah, probably not. Was that a thing in 
of America. I don't know. Was that a thing anywhere other than England? We got this fucking frog that was really fucking irritating, but what everyone's dad thought was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. For a while, you could not go anywhere without fucking hearing that in somebody's ringtone. Or... And the thing is, everyone loves the Beverly Hills Cop theme. Yeah. But nobody yeah, like awesome. But nobody liked that fucking frog apart from dads. Yeah. They're a hundred percent responsible. And small children. I think small children liked it too. Yeah, small children as well. Small children are to blame for Blobby getting to number one. <laughs> um I, I feel like Crazy Frog was more adults than kids, but yes, kids as well. Yeah. Anyway, um yeah, we'll see. I'll watch it. Did you have you seen the Civil War trailer? Uh, no. So it's it, an Alex Garland film. Is it actually about the Civil War? It's uh, it's about a a potential Civil War that may happen soon. Oh no, I don't want to watch that. It oh dude, wow! It's it feels like it's really baiting. Yeah, well, everyone's baiting a bloody civil war at the moment. I'd rather just not, to be honest. Can I we just that's not? That's exactly how I feel as well. I think this is just a ridiculous idea. And it's I've, it's oh. got a really good cast as well. It's got bloody... Um, uh, oh, for fuck's sake. It's... it's it, uh, my fucking brain. Um, Claudia from... Uh, Kristen Dunst, for fuck's sake. It's got Kristen Dunst in it, and it's, it's got... You know, it, she uh, has, I, I haven't seen her in a lot for a while. Um, I'm sure just, she's been around. I, I think I've just probably the missed. The funniest thing for me is is one of the, like the two of the states that have succeeded succeeded and, and joined together are Texas and California. Together? How? Texas. How is Texas and California joined together? What on Te- earth? Texas and California. Yep. <laughs> have joined together. I, I don't know. I don't know how that how that works. I n- no. Yeah, it it looks fucking awful. It really does. It, I I just cannot express how awful it looks. That that sounds absolutely terrible. Um, I have you have you seen the trailer for If? No. Which, which no. This is an annoying thing for me because. If is a fucking awesome movie with um, Rod, uh, not Roddy McDowell, uh, Malcolm McDowell, which is one of one of his earlier movies, which is fucking amazing. Have you seen it? That what the sixties one? I don't know. It, it's it's him at a boarding. It's a boarding school movie. No, I'm and, gonna say no. Oh, it's got a fucking. I mean, it's it's basically just him wigging out at a boarding school. Basically, it's and. The pressures of this boarding school and stuff, and it's got one of the most disturbing ends of a of a movie, um, which goes into black and white, and everybody thinks it was an. Well, a lot of people thought it was a, like an artistic choice. It was it. a censor thing. Wasn't they, it? they ran. No, they ran out of money. Oh, okay. They only afford black and white film at the time, so the the end goes black and white, and it. But it works really well for what happens. Oh, you have to see if, dude. It's it's an absolute British classic. Hmm, okay. Um, anyway, so this is this is called if, but it's not. It's um, if stands for imaginary friend, and it's uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, can see imaginary friends. 
Oh, I thought I thought Ryan Reynolds was going to be the imaginary friend because that feels yeah, like he's, the he's role he would do. He's a dad who can see imaginary friends and oh, um, he can see kids' imaginary friends. Yes, that's kind of cool. That's kind of nice. Kids are no longer having imaginary friends, so imaginary friends are basically going without. So he's trying to link up imaginary friends with new kids, hmm. and it's Steve Carell is the the, the main imaginary friend this big purple thing right and it, it, i thought it looked really funny it, i liked it it looked pretty sweet i was quite quite impressed with that one that looked all right kung fu panda 4 sure more of the same i'm i'm i i like i'm a sucker for the kung fu panda movies i think they're all right happy with that to, to, you know give that a go uh they dropped a new june trailer which was you know i it's just me I know it's like I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know why I don't have any excitement for it everybody else seems to be over the moon for it I, just, I am uh, firmly over the moon for it um, I, I think the thing with June is I, I think A it depends on your interpretation of the books mm-hmm. and how you see the books and books to film is always awkward anyway yeah, and and then I think there are people like yourself, who fell in love with Lynch's June. Yep, and and you can't separate that. So you know what I mean? Like, and I get it. I I totally get that. I I feel like because I like Lynch's June, but I think if I had the love that you had for it, you have for it, then mm. I would probably be in the same camp where I'd be like, eh. and that's not even trying to really take it away from the from the from the you know the the new one because it's still a good movie. It's great. It's still well done. Um, I, I think the end's a bit ropey. It's you know suffers from Return of the King itis. <laughs> yeah, it, fair. It should have ended sooner. Yes, I agree. I think we both said that in our review. It should have ended yes. sooner. But apart from that, I mean, I, I I don't like the palette of that movie. I think is what it is. It's just, okay. That, that's one thing I don't like about it. Um, I mean, all the performances are good. I, you know, I can't. Oh any of those things i just love the lynch one too much i guess i just yeah well that's fine and it just didn't do it you know the the lynch one does it more for me than than that did and i i know i'm gonna watch it i will watch the the, the sequel because it's i think it's gonna be better than the first one actually well it's 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 things get way more interesting yeah so I mean, you know um the guy playing fate looks really great um yeah and uh, you know, I've seen him in a odd thing, and he's he's a pretty good actor. So I'm look, I'm kind of looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to sort of like the the the, the more exciting parts of the book, I guess. Is, is mm. yeah. well, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sort of looking forward to it, even though it was it didn't do a lot for me. Yeah, no, fair uh, enough. Um, I think that's kind of, that's mostly it. I did see Sean Gunn is going to play Maxwell Lord in the DC movies. It's like. Why? Why would you choose Sean Gunn to play Maxwell Lord? That's... Well, there might might be some uh, some slight bias there. Maybe. If there are other play, there are other DC characters he can play. Uh, that's true. That's true. I was like, oh, oh no, I'm sure it was based on talent alone. Nothing to do with your family. <laughs> anyway, I hear uh, I hear Rebel Moon's amazing. So uh, that's something to look forward to next week. Is that next week? Uh, Friday? 
is it out this is Friday? it this Friday? Wow. I think it might be out this Friday. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it, well, it, yeah, it's it's soon anyway. Mm. I'm going to watch it anyway because oh, I'm going to watch it. I I don't you I'm, know. I'm, I'm so I am sick of people fucking piling on to uh, Zack Snyder. I know I am not a huge fan of his. Um, I know he's not terribly taste, and I know he's done some shit movies. Mm. But I'm still a, a, a you know, a, movie-wise, I'm, I'm still. I'm I think still... he's got a great visual eye. Yes, he's a, he's a. I, I like the visual, his visual, yeah. you know, style and. Dude, I'm, I have a confession. I'm going to give it a go. I want. I want to. I want. I want it to be a good, new possible new franchise, but. No, also... I agree, and hopefully it will be. Um, you know, it. it you know. So that's the thing about the reviews that are coming out at the moment. I don't know whether it's just just people dogpiling on Zack Snyder and. Well, the media shit. hate him anyway, right? So. Sorry? Media Sorry? hate the media hate him anyway. Exactly. So, so I don't know whether it's just that or yeah. Whether it is I, I must admit, movie. I wasn't blown away by the trailers at no, all. No, me um, But I'm certainly going to watch it and I'll give it a go. Um, yeah. I mean, fuck me. Well, His cool, Justice but... League was definitely an improvement over Joss Whedon's Justice League. So, yeah. you know, um, there is hope. I love His Dawn of the Dead. Good movie. Yep. Um, yeah. Which one's fucking awesome? Yes, yeah, which one's fantastic. Very good adaptation. I don't care what anybody says. I still, I lo- <laughs> the adolescent in me loves Sucker Punch. I fucking hate Sucker Punch. I, I think them. we've, I think we've, we've had this we conversation have. before. Yes. <laughs> I think that is the root of my, uh, my dislike of him. Actually, I still yeah, haven't I fully, still haven't yeah, fully yeah. forgiven him for Sucker Punch. <laughs> one of these days, <laughs> one of these days, we'll have it out, and uh, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll I'll speak to Zach. We'll we'll have a we'll have a we'll have it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. We'll see. It, you know, it could be good. Um. Are doing a Death Stranding movie. A twenty four is I, doing I it. I can't. I I couldn't be bothered to play the game. Well, <laughs> Certainly can't be bothered I, to play the film. I I re- it looked like all of all of Kojima's bullshit packed into yeah. one game, and I was like, no. I actually was really enjoying it. It's oh good. I've heard good things. It was just one of those that I was like, no, I, I, I am, um, I, I have an allergic reaction to games where my only job is to take something, pick it up, and put it down somewhere else. Yeah, it's mostly that. Yeah, that that kind of game, and I know a lot of people love it. I get it. It is fucking pretty as fuck. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kojima's engine. That engine is that the Fox engine? That is a gorgeous engine. It's Um, it's got a really nice atmosphere, and mm. you know the, the yeah the visuals look great. It's I I stopped playing it, not as a sort of oh I'm going to stop playing this because I don't like it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those things I, was, I stopped playing. And I was like oh I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go back. And to just it. didn't. And I just haven't. I yet. do that all the time. And at some point I I really want to finish it. I think I I, I I drive. Enjoy it. I think I drive Ben a bit crazy because uh, I I do um I do that thing with video games that a lot of people can't fathom people doing with books where i go from game to game all the time i'm playing about six games at once and i just kind yeah. of rotate um and just keep track of where i am with each one um yeah, but yeah a lot of a lot of people hate that <laughs> yeah. so I, I i'm good at dropping a game and coming back to it later but um, yeah, I, I, yeah i can do i can do that i don't mind that so much dude i've i've got a confession to make mm. i um you can, by the way, full disclosure. You can you can get these for free. 
if you can be bothered to download them and and sort them out they're about 60 to 80 gig a movie but you can download them um i decided to to do the cheap the the easy route and uh i bought them um i bought copies on ebay uh i i bought because i i don't know why i was i was playing fucking dark forces and i was like oh i love i used to like star wars okay um i bought copies of the despecialized uh 4k 77 project star wars trilogy okay and i i've fallen in love with the original trilogy again (laughs) only the original trilogy (laughs) And, well, and I'm like, I'm, I've never fallen out of love with them. With I, I did. I I was done with all of it. I was fucking done with Star Wars. Um, and something. I, I will admit, I haven't. It's been. A, I so I would watch those movies every year, and it's been a yeah. couple since I haven't actually. I think the last well, the last time I saw any of it until uh, the other week was uh, when we reviewed Empire a couple of right. years ago. Yeah. Um, but this is oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so so lovely to see these films um as they were so so um they've cleaned them up haven't they they've, they've, they've well what they've done they've... is they've they're they're the original their goal the goal of the project is um and their, their rule is kind of like the rule for emulating video games mm-hmm. where they're like you need to own a copy of the star wars trilogy to to download or or have these right um but they they you can get them for free if you want they're in they're they're in 4k but like i said they are 60 to 80 gig a download um or you know you can go on ebay and just pay some fuck to to do it for you which is what i did um (laughs) but basically what they are is they are uh, they are lifted from the original film Mm. so the the original films um as they were played in theaters they took those films and they have basically cleaned them up a bit obviously they don't really need to they're not upscaled because it was filmed in 4k originally obviously film is 4k um so they are as they are and in fact it even says uh, on their website and i noticed it watching it they're like there are bits in this film where it goes slightly out of focus and that's because that's how it is in the original that, I was going to say I, remember, I distinctly remember there's a couple of bits yeah. in, the, in the original, and they were they, like, we're, the... "We've not cleaned that up." The the whole point is that this is as you would have seen it in the cinema. And I'm I sure, tell you, the, there's, there's a scene where the the X wings are banking that goes out of focus. yeah, and and the thing that is most noticeable, aside from obviously, I, I actually still own the the DVDs with the bonus disc that had the original cuts, um, but they weren't cleaned up or anything like that. Yeah. Um but I, I will say the first thing that really jumped out at me watching these was the color grading is so vastly different in later versions. That original color grading is so much better. Like, I, I don't know why they ever... I mean, it, it's, I think that original trilogy, probably more than any film series ever, has had way too many unnecessary fuck-up, fuck-arounds, you know, over the years. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah it's been great I've, I've really enjoyed it i've been watching star wars again i'm really enjoying it and i didn't pay disney any money for it which is nice i remember the last time i, I watched the original well, i know the last time i watched it's empire was with time. you or not with you but for this podcast whenever yeah. we did that it was a year or so back 
I think so. Yeah, it's got a couple be of years ago now, probably two, two, three years, maybe. I think now, it though. might have been like pre-pandemic. I don't know, but yeah, I think I think it was. But that was the last time I saw Empire until now. But yeah, it's it's been really nice, kind of. Um, yeah, seeing that magic again of the original trilogy, and uh, yeah. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm like, no, that's it now. I'm happy. I've got despecialized on Blu-ray, perfect quality. I don't need any other Star Wars in my life ever. I'm done. I mean, did you hear the, what? Um, oh my good lord, Kylo Ren actor. What he said recently about what the plan Adam was Driver. for his character. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yes. Sorry, it was, it was bugging me that I couldn't think of his name then. It was, no, it was, you know. Bloody memory. Uh, yeah, I did see that. The, the, it, it sounded like he had a really interesting character arc that they just didn't bother yeah. with. Um, yeah, it, it was basically going to be the, the the opposite of Vader's. It was going to be starting out, you know, conflicted and then ending up ended as up the, true the, evil. The, the true evil Sith. Which I, I thought was interesting because that, that kind of goes back to Lucas's kind of poetry and rhyming and and mm-hmm. you know the the idea of that op- opposite uh, i really like that and and you know it's one of those things when when you see the trilogy the sequel trilogy and obviously it's obviously never had a plan right i mean that's just just blatantly the obvious to everyone to see yeah but you are like oh, why did these amazing because all of that cast are so talented and you're like why did you sign on to this I mean, yeah. I get it. It's Star Wars, so I guess there's that. Was but it? but well, when were, you I read, mean, let's face it, they were, you know, even even the the people from the most most of the, most of them anyway from the from all the so they've all got like they all went on to have careers and stuff. Oh yeah, you know, potential careers. Some of them obviously didn't, but some of them, you know, uh, you know, uh, Hayden Christian not so much, but Natalie Portman did, and you know, she they, had a career before, but yeah, yeah. You know, they 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 had. There's a potential there. Oh, for sure, it, it can be a platform. But I I do think when you hear like Adam Driver discussing the original plan for Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. you kind of think like, well, as an actor, reading that, I'd be yeah. like, fuck yeah, that sounds amazing. Absolutely. You know, that's a really cool character arc that I can really sink my teeth into. And it's mm-hmm. kind of heartbreaking when he was saying in that interview, like. I, I tried to, to keep that continuity. <laughs> you know, it was kind of like, even though they completely ditched the entire story and it all went to shit, I yeah. still tried internally to keep that character together in spite of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Adam Driver is a terrific actor. So, yeah, you know. And, you know. Well, so is Daisy Ridley, actually. I, I keep meaning to watch um that film. There's a film from this year starring her that I keep meaning to watch. Oh okay. Uh, he, I mean, he—he's a great actor. That's, you know, he's—he's—he does that sort of thing where he'll do something shit for the money mm. and do yes, and then one for me, yeah, yeah. You know, wonderful that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those actors, which which I I, I admire that. I like I like you know, that's that's a Nick Cage type thing, isn't it? That you know, yeah. do something shit so that you can do something that you really want to do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we, I mean, we we knew that they they fucked up. I mean, look how the Daisy Ridley thing. How many times she said? Well, at one point, I I, I think she even filmed scenes where she said, "Oh, um, you know, at one point, uh, well, uh, 
oh, for fuck's sake, what's his face was going to be my father, you know, um, Obi Wan was my father and stuff, and you think, well, what happened there? Why did that happen? I mean, I, I'm glad that that didn't happen. It would have been Ryan weird, but, Johnson mm, happened. Yeah, there were plans. You know, they had they obviously had plans originally. So, but anyway, yeah, we can all just enjoy the original Star Wars trilogy. We can still magic, it still is. wonderful. Um, I take it back. I take it back because I'm sure I said on this podcast, I was like, I don't even want to watch the original trilogy anymore. Yeah, you did. I take it back. I know that I know that I've rewatched it. I was like, no, actually, that original trilogy is great. I'm not watching anything else, but that original because I don't even like the uh, prequels. So, um, but the original trilogy more than you do. Yeah, yeah, I don't don't like them at all. Um, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I just just wanted to make that confession. Um. Oh, that's, that's cool. I'd so, like to watch them again. It's been years since I've seen the originals. Yeah, great. It, it was great fun. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you wanted to cover? No, I think that's it. I think that's... Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, what are we doing next time? We're going to do It's a Wonderful Life. There you go. Wonderful. Um, we will be back now because of, of hardware issues and delays. Um we had a video drop saturday this is gonna go out tuesday and there will probably be another one by the end of the week so uh yeah we will be doing all the podcasts this week (laughs) um but yes uh stay safe take care and we will catch you next time